This is episode 10 of the Afterthoughts podcast. Congratulations to all the viewers, everybody on the phone. We did it. Double digits. How do you work the... Oh, look at this. Wow. Nice. This is not a vape. It's a portable hazer, okay? Good job, guys. You advocate that. But this thing is cool. You want to try that? Wow. Try that. I do. Let's leave it right here. Welcome to the 10th episode. Dude, have we gotten the YouTube... Uh, tr- you get a trophy or something if you hit a yeah. certain level. Do wow. we get that? Yeah, they should plaque. be mailing it in for we'll, episode We'll be 10. getting that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we should. <laughs> we'll get. We'll put the plaque up. Not here. a vape. Just to clarify Not once a again. Vape. Can't emphasize that enough. <laughs> you know somebody's gonna be mad. Brian, give. Ride the bull, man. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Can I just leave it right here the whole the whole episode? It makes the lights. It makes you look so cool. <sighs> Say something spiritual. Spiritual. Wow. Spiritual. Uh, We've done it, guys. Ten, ten episodes. Th- so we get a trophy from YouTube. The tenth and final episode. <laughs> officially gone viral, which is exciting. Uh, Ethan still doesn't know what the word viral means, I don't think. One of the, I think, like, top on the podcast app now, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty nuts. Our podcast? Yeah. Did you check that, or are you just assuming? Yeah, yeah we're just based on being on episode ten. <laughs> um, you should check it. promise you it's the latter. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, Doug. Yeah. Ryan. Ryan. Hey. <laughs> Ethan, on the Afterthoughts podcast, we like to share our thoughts after stuff. Mm-hmm. Could be things going on in the world, and that's where we're going to start today. Really? I had somebody say, uh, I really like Tyler Hines. I like how you've really? turned this podcast into a sports podcast for the first chunk. <laughs> Good. Uh-huh. What I do not intend to talk about today is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Oh, don't thank care. You. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we don't need to talk in depth about the buffs taking USC to the wire, though that was awesome. That was amazing. amazing. We don't need to talk about the Broncos pulling off a miracle win because really we should just lose from here to get the number one pick in the draft. <laughs> and we do need to mention real quick, we are uh, co-owners of a fantasy football team in a Red Rocks yeah. league, hmm. and we won last night 126.8 to 126.32. Which if you don't play fantasy football... That may not make a lot of sense to you, but 0.48. The yeah. 0.48 margin never happens. Five rarely rush, five happens. rushing yards, something like that. So that's against, exciting. Against who, Ethan? Against Connor Grimm. Shout Great out to Grimm. Shout out to the Young Adults Podcast. From the Young Adults Podcast, <laughs> which is a friend of this podcast. Yes, Our podcast, of course, are of course. Just not this weekend because we were competitors. But yeah. usually, but that's, but that's still not what we're going to talk about. I heard. I read this story. <laughs> There was a man <laughs> building so much tension for <laughs> Well, this is this okay. is in the news. This okay. is interesting. Go. A man was denied entry to go into a Phillies game mm. because he wanted to bring in his emotional support alligator. <laughs> and they they wouldn't let the alligator into the stadium. Which yeah. people right. emotional support animals, that's great. How big is I've was never the heard of an alligator. And I was think, just thinking about being the person checking tickets and yeah. just see a guy walking up with an alligator. Hey, so we're not going to do alligators. Can't I have alligators what he said. baseball games. I think they should have let him in. I'm on his side. Yeah, well. yeah. Yeah, how but big people, was the alligator? Was it like a dangerous size of an alligator? I picture of the alligator. I so think I, that matters. Yeah. Yeah, let's, was it like, was he carrying it on his shoulder? Was it? Was he walking it with a leash like a dog? Mm-hmm. Um, well, Kayla, can you look that up and find out for us if yeah, there's a picture of that alligator? What game was it? It was a Phillies game. I think it was September 25th. It was like last, in the last week or two. You know how like you try to bring a bag into a, a, yeah, right. a baseball game and they have size limits on the bags? Right. They right, should right. have like a sign that has like, here's the bag size limit and here's your alligator size limit. Yeah. You yeah. can't have an alligator just more than three and a half before. feet. That's uh, wild, man. That would be. I mean, that doesn't strike me as a emotionally supportive animal. But well, some you don't know very them. much about alligators, then. <laughs> All right, yeah. it's you guys probably can't see this. Okay, we'll throw the picture up. There. Yeah, we'll throw the how, picture. How big is it so compared that's, to? That's like a. That's a good size. It's a decent yeah. size. And he has alligator. it on a leash. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, could he? Could that alligator kill someone? Uh, I think it could do some damage, not kill. So did this guy make a big deal about it, and that's why this is on the news? Or how did this become? How did this go from? Well, a bunch of people were like seeing it happening. Yeah, right. And then there were people like, you can't deny this guy entry, and then the guy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but so what they said though is 
Remember the Cubs curse for so many years yeah. over yeah. a guy who they wouldn't let his goat come into the stadium? Uh -huh. And now they said the Phillies are going to be cursed. <laughs> oh, boy. Dude, imagine sitting down for a game and the guy next to you just has an, <laughs> just as an alligator. alligator. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. That would be terrifying. I, again, I can't emphasize enough. I'm on his side. No, me too. Um, <laughs> me too. Guys, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, okay, two against one. Uh, I, I, sorry, I just assume as guys who lead a fairly... That has events on the weekends. Yeah, you understand. Mm -hmm. You just kind of have to make a few rules. Nope. Mm. Sorry, sir. You can't bring your alligator in. And uh, as much as this doesn't mean I'm not a fan of alligators, love them. <laughs> think they're great, but you can't. There's like a thousand people, and you can't bring that alligator in. Well, yeah, man. I don't agree to disagree. I don't understand what you have against the alligators. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I wanted to check in with you guys. Hmm. Thanks, man. Switching gears from the alligator to uh, hold you accountable. Okay. Because okay. we talked about distraction last week. Uh -huh. Want to know how it's oh, going? Oh, yeah. How's wow. it, how has it been? Have you uh, been enjoying your meals? I have been enjoying my meals more. I had a great <laughs> meal Sunday night. Good. Uh, shout out to my, my friend VJ was over, my buddy Matt, and VJ left his phone in the car wow. unprompted. So there you go. He forgot That's it great. or he I left think it? He, I think he probably just forgot it. Okay. No, he left it wow. intentionally. I've been practicing putting down my utensils between bites and... Whoa. Sometimes it's easier than others, but especially if you're hungry, meals take on a whole new meaning when you take your time. That's great. And you, Doug, you've been reading. I've been reading, thirty minutes a day. What are oh, you reading? Um, Scary Close by Donald oh, Miller. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. I think nice. I pulled that out here for a quote a couple weeks ago. You sure did. And um, oh, many will remember that. I am going to read every page in that book, and I'm I'm yes. going to finish it tonight. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Just in, just in a week's time. The first book I've read all the way through since Harry Potter 7. <laughs> How's it been? That's incredible. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I feel sharper. Mm. I feel more present because obviously I'm not watching one of my four screens mm -hmm. while I'm reading. Right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so nice. you don't have the TV on or your laptop or your iPad or your phone or your watch out and you're just reading. And it, it's been great, man. Well, That's you good. seem sprightly. Thank you. I'd That's like great. to keep it going. That's Good. awesome. And, and yourself? Yep. I'm uh, leaving my phone, letting it wake up at a proper time in the mornings have been awesome. I yeah. feel so much more clarity during the day because I don't immediately start on there. Mm -hmm. That's been awesome. And then just better time at home when I get home and put my phone away until the boys go to bed. It's been really oh, good. I feel seriously like my brain is taking deep breaths. Yeah. You feel like you're missing out on living? By not having your phone on you? <laughs> yeah, I'm freaked out. <laughs> oh, no, it's been so great. Scared. All right, dude, it's crazy because everybody's been saying that thing's sweet. Everybody's been saying Ethan hasn't had his phone, and we don't know what to do. Oh, just um, not having Ethan on social <laughs> media. In, Instagram's oh, not doing too great. The yeah, app is you know struggling. what I mean. Yeah, wow. mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I always put really good content out there back when I did that. <laughs> hey, I think to the person listening to this, watching this, who uh, is like, "Well, dang it, I tried, but I got through like two days, and then I went right back to it." I think it's important to know this is a lifelong process. And so two days is a victory. Get back up, try it again this week. See if you can go for three days. Um, but it's about progress, Doug, not perfection. Wow. And so let's keep marching forward. Good, Ryan. To very, reiterate what we good. said last week, stop trying and start training. Mm -hmm. Stop trying because as soon as you fail, you're going to be like, well, I failed, so I can't do this. No, start you're training and you went for training. two days. Good. Out of the last seven. Which was and better the than the week before. before. You went for zero out of seven. <laughs> yeah. And for 10 years before, you went for zero out of seven. Yeah. So, yes. Taking steps. Ryan, a good yep. encouragement there. Thanks, and see. I was distracted when you're saying that because <laughs> I was looking up Beth, friend of the podcast. She yeah. commented, I've been practicing Sabbathing. The best friend of the podcast? Beth, Beth oh, friend of the Beth, podcast. Friend of the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Been practicing Sabbathing, which has me slow down. Be present, experience rest, and experience joy and creativity because of it. I love this phone discussion. I deleted social media too. Come on, Beth. Kind of Beth. a meta, meta moment where the podcast last episode is on during this episode. Yeah, leave it on. Can you leave it on right here? <laughs> the whole, the whole time. <laughs> For everybody who is trying watch to watch episodes, this yeah. one and that one at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome. We'd go back. Proud of Beth. Yeah, good that's job, Beth. Great Shout job, out Beth. Beth. Love mm -hmm. All right. Well, everyone's favorite part of this podcast, yes. of course. Other than... You know, when mm. we talked about the alligator, was it's going to be questions with so Kayla. Woo! Yeah. She's back. <laughs> back. I was back last week. Well, back again. <laughs> and that, Glad that's, to be back. That's what back. counts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Thanks. laughs> All right. All right.
All right, what you got? All right, let's see what we got here. Um, this one's from Eric, coworker Eric. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? You don't have to let him do that. All right, go ahead. Um, if you could be a fly on the wall for any conversation in history, Whoa, what would it be and why? Question. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Whoa. Well, <sighs> biblical answer, yeah. I would say the Jesus Nicodemus conversation Dude, I was in about John to say 3. The exact same but thing. I feel like I have gotten Ooh. to be that fly on the wall because I watched that episode of The Chosen. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. I'll come up with another Good one. Good for you, man. Were you on The Watching Chosen? Watching that episode. Yeah. You were on That's The awesome. Chosen. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. I, we're going to do a whole episode about that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Ethan is famous. We already got the episode title. <laughs> Perfect. My acting career is Influencer Ethan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be on social media to be a famous actor, it turns out. My, my mind keeps going biblical as well. Um, but when David came up to Saul, when Saul was afraid to go fight Goliath, mm -hmm. and was just like, I'll go fight him. And then, and then to, I know there probably wasn't a wall because they were outside and all of that, but maybe there was a rock that a fly was on. Well, the so question was a wall. So fly on a rock. You have to come up with a new answer. I would be, yeah, just, just hearing like the, the rest of the crowd as David was like, no, I got this. I can do this. I'll go fight him. Well, that's, that would be a yeah, good answer. That would be something. Okay. Hmm. Guys, I don't know. Do you I'm know? trying to think of a non biblical answer right now. Oh, you would. Maybe to be a fly on the wall inside the command module or the lem of Apollo 13. Ooh. Wow. Yep. That would be. Yep. That can or flies, Apollo 11. Um, can flies exist without gravity? Are there flies? I think. In space. In space. I no, think there was a conversation not. between. <laughs> no. I know that there's not. I think there was a conversation on Apollo 11 between Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin yeah. where Buzz was supposed to be the first person and then... Just like about a fly flying around without just gravity. Just on the moon, they're like, there's a fly out here? It's just kind of random. Keep going, dude, dude. flies are so random. Need bug spray? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes, tell, Anyways, us, tell us more about Neil Buzz Aldrin, and Buzz. Please. No, I'm done. <laughs> that would be cool, though. It would be great. It would be awesome, man. Yeah. Or the conversation between Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis when he is like, I'm staying on this meteor. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that was wild. Also, I feel like I was a fly on the wall for that because I did yeah. watch the movie Armageddon. Yep. So it's hard yep. to think of ones I haven't been yeah. a fly on the wall for. <laughs> man, you, you just, you've been part of so much history, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. Being a fly on the wall when Dang. Dumbledore explained to Snape that he would have to kill him. Yeah, well, I've actually be... seen that scene as well <laughs> and read the book. So... Better question for you. Come up with this is something I haven't been a fly okay. on the yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> you could even think of like coaches in the locker rooms. Yeah, I was I was mm. trying to think of that, but I played in most of those games. So it's just oh. like <laughs> What about Deion Sanders' speech this past this afternoon? Oh, this past yeah, that'd weekend. be great. I'd be a final for any speech he ever gives. Oh man. <laughs> Though I do watch his press conference every <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> Ask us a different question. I'm ruining this right. as All I right. always do. All right. What's so, well guys, said, man. Good self awareness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not comparing myself to you guys. I'm just acknowledging my own destruction of this podcast. I probably would have been a fly on the wall for episode seven of After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of were, though, because, yeah. More than that, really. Mm -hmm. A right. host, if you will. Yeah. I will. Oh, thank you. Um, what's a movie soundtrack you could listen <sighs> to for the rest of your life, but like only that soundtrack, so you can't listen to any other music? This is, we well, listen to a lot of movie I, soundtracks. This one's great. tough, man. That's a real good question. You're caught up on one right now. Currently, so we'll let you go first. Been listening to, for workouts, this will paint me in a cool light. Star Wars epic main theme. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Six songs. Samuel Kim. So good. Man, that'll get you fired up. Thinking yeah. about saving the universe, and then you're just like the ability in that soundtrack set. to to take uh, mm -hmm. the songs we grew up on and put a slight twist on them, an epic and twist, make them even more epic. Phenomenal, really good, really well done, really um, good. My answer is Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Hans oh. Hans Zimmer. Hans or, Zimmer's the best. Yeah, yeah, but which one? I mean, <laughs> Curse of the Black Pearl is where I spend most of the time. The first one. Yeah, yeah. If that's the first, okay. Um, Real good. What's the third one it's called? The, to the but ends the best of the earth. one's the third one <laughs> at, at World's World End, and no, it's the best soundtrack. That soundtrack. <laughs> Yes. Upside down. <laughs> up is down. Up is down. Right side One up. One day. <laughs> drink up me hearties. Yo-ho. <sighs> Doug and I'm I used to, to talk uh, for extended yes, periods of time <laughs> about how even if you didn't know 
what that movie was about and you listen to that soundtrack, you yeah. would think pirates. Mm-hmm. And that that's that is true. That is a good What's, soundtrack. Is it an accordion? Is that the kind of those kinds of instruments where you kind of is that dun, dun, where's dun, em, where's Emily when dun, we need her? Dun, dun. That's not there is an accordion in it. Yeah, yes. that kind of gives a yeah. pirate vibe. Yeah, like a French horn gives a Christmas feel, mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. it? Sure, sure wow. does. It's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to our Christmas episode coming up. And can't months. wait to make our afterthoughts <laughs> Christmas list for things we want for the set. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, honorable mention the AC Project to the Ends of the Earth soundtrack, original score Joe Cutshaw, Joe Cutshaw. Oh, with incredible. original music from JJ Matat uh-huh. and Doug Weckman. You played a song on that. Oh yeah, I did play that's, a few of them. That's, yeah, that's where we were at. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> any more that's questions? Kind of you to say, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I meant it. Any questions? Kim? I have two more. One Kay. more fun one. Okay. Um, here's a would you rather would you rather adopt a british accent every time you're having a serious conversation (laughs) or laugh every time somebody cries laugh every time somebody else cries it's like claire dunphy smiles when things are yeah Mm -hmm. really she shouldn't uh british accent can you do one uh yes i'm trying not to sound australian go ahead you can sound australian (laughs) just do it it's an offshoot (laughs) You guys answer. I'll work on I'd rather, I'd do the Make laughing thing. Oh. Just because laughter is the best medicine. Yeah. Make them feel better. Yeah. Maybe you're laughing because you told them a joke. Could no, be, I, at, a, at a deeper level, I feel like I have just been doing that my entire life, <laughs> laughing <laughs> when people start crying. Is that right? Which is... Uh, <laughs> really? I mean... At, at some level, you know, when you start talking about something sincere and then you start laughing and you, you realize, oh, I'm just not emotionally healthy enough to enter into this space right now. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. point it out let's at pray, some point during this episode yeah, when for, I do it. Let's pray for Ryan. I'll just, I'll go like this. <laughs> Beth, pray for Ryan. <laughs> yes. Beth, Beth, friend of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the podcast so far today. Yeah. Thanks, ma'am. <laughs> you sound like you're from London. There you go. Thank Good you. Good job. Oh. Okay. Um, is there someone oh, still going? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bring it on. Let's turn it into a press conference. Let's go. <laughs> is there someone in the Bible you resonate the most with? Ooh. Why? Whoa. <clears throat> I'm gonna mm. say the Apostle John. I've always resonated with because he spends, first off, you see the transformation in his life play out over the course of like 60 years because we see him yes. in like around 30 AD and then he's still writing all of his stuff by like 90 AD. So you get six decades uh, of him walking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we see the end of his story, but I've always resonated with the fact that there were six decades of lots of imperfections. And the fact that he spent so long to formulate the Gospel of John, mm-hmm. which is just such a Thought. work of art. Um, I like that he didn't rush that product. He spent his time on it. And he was known for laughing when people were crying. So Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's sense. John uh, that's 20, thing. Mm-hmm. verse 3. Son of Thunder. Son of, son of tears. Of yes. What about you, E? Uh, I mean, it's probably a lot of people's answer, but I feel like. By Peter, the way, I don't like crack up laughing when people are crying. I'm, I have more. It's hard, it's hard to know what that. you do. I'm well. just saying, like, that little, like, laughter. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you could just I'll, be saying that. I will only dig myself mm-hmm. into a deeper hole. Yeah. You're going to heal. Go ahead, E. Peter, just unqualified, ask dumb questions. Makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah, I was going to say Peter for you, Somehow too. Somehow still gets called up to the plate. That's how I feel. So thank you for affirming that yeah. answer for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Known for just sitting with people in sincere moments and not laughing at them. <laughs> <laughs> Is he that was, right? He was a fly on the wall for so many conversations. Peter. Yeah. We yeah. also wonder and if because he was... I kind of relate to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. Anyway, Doug, answer the question. Well... <laughs> I have a, an answer, but it only has to do with one specific verse, not... Okay. Because it's kind of like a cool If you say guy. Jesus, just don't even try. <laughs> no, it's not Jesus. Okay, good. Or David. No, it shouldn't be. I yeah, feel like, no. yeah, anytime you answer those, it's like, all right, man. I'm yeah. all like the good parts yeah. of David. That's what I resonate with. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like the warrior. Samuel, like eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The like the killing Goliath, man, like leading armies and just being a king of, yeah. like, of a whole nation. Writing lots of good yeah. songs. <laughs> Just yeah. a couple of peas in a pod there. <laughs> um, yeah. No, there's one verse in Joshua about Joshua when he's leading a lot oh, of people. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Strong and courageous, huh? No. Nope. <laughs> when he says he's leading 
a bunch of Israelites into the promised land. And then it's the verse where he says, um, we've never, I've never done this before, basically, is what he's saying. We've yeah. never passed this way before. Yeah. Anytime I get asked that question, like, hey, what's next? What's the vision? What do you guys mm -hmm. need? What do you, and, I'm like, and my, my sort of gut reaction answer right now is, I've never done this before. We've never been this way before. That's yeah. how I feel every day when I wake up. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. What about you, Kayla? Oh, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I don't know. Well, stay tuned to the end of the episode when oh. Kayla answers <laughs> this question. It. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Ooh, uh -huh. I see what you did there. No wonder we're getting that YouTube trophy or whatever they send you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank Where you, Kayla. Where should we put it? Should yeah, we put no it problem. So I'm glad you're back for the second week. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah, uh, you're back. Already back. Uh, Ryan, yep. You just preached about comparison. I did not to compare it to any other sermons, but it was a great sermon. Well, th well, where does it where does it rank in all of my sermons? No, I will not. Oh. It was really good. Thank you. Uh, you called it the thief of joy. Comparison. <laughs> Somebody did. Oh, I thought you were Theodore Roosevelt called it that. Well, <laughs> I called it how Ryan to kill comparison. Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like I didn't mean the, the title. title. You called comparison <laughs> the thief of joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had a great joke. Let's try that again. And I only said it at I think one one service. Um, but I quoted Theodore Roosevelt, the thief comparison is the thief right. of joy I, as I, you were listening. I figured that was inferred. And then yes. I said I said, um, preaching a sermon on comparison without quoting Theodore Roosevelt is like officiating a wedding without quoting First Corinthians thirteen. Ooh. And I was really proud of that joke. Nice. But I forgot to say it at almost every service so but you said it now on the podcast and that's what matters millions will hear wait a second we've all officiated multiple weddings in the last month have you guys quoted first nope. corinthians 13 i didn't nope. either i didn't but it was because uh they specifically asked me not to yeah they did <laughs> is it because we make fun of it probably oh, i mean man. we don't make fun of that passage it's one of the best <laughs> passage it's the definition of love sorry let me clarify we make we tease like ryan just did it being overused in oh love is patient. <laughs> the apostle Paul's just like I mean yeah. cool. love is kind yeah, just yeah because great. totally <laughs> I mean Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn yes. tease that yeah, in right, Wedding Crashers right, right. so mm -hmm. all right let's 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 do this again it's Ryan just preach on comparison <laughs> yeah. uh, Jacob just start the podcast here <laughs> oh the everyone episode like, of After yes. Dark please yeah. do that uh, um, Theodore Roosevelt called comparison <laughs> the thief of joy. Which I found to be profound that you repeated that he said that. Um, Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but it really is. Oh, man. In so many, like, almost everyone's life. Yeah. Joy constantly being stolen because of the comparison yes. trap that we yes, all fall yes, yes, into. Yes. I thought it was so great. Talking about the disciples. I wrote this down as you were talking about them, to arguing about who's greatest while walking with Jesus. How stupid does posturing look in front of Jesus? Like, it's insane, man. That guy levels the playing field. Like, oh, yeah, you're so, you guys are so great. So, <laughs> he doesn't say it like that, but. It's, it's, I would it's if I were him. phenomenal, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we're all hanging out with Michael Jordan shooting hoops. And we're like, so w which one is it? Do you think it's you think it's me or do you think it's MJ? I can I can make Who's a the lefty goat? layup. And the yeah. three of us are arguing over which one of us can jump highest. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane. But that conversation that, that conversation is where insecurity and ego collide, like both at the same yeah. time. Yeah, that's right. Everyone's mm -hmm. living with carrying. Yeah, you, um, yeah. Sorry, no, 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 no. After you, after your afterthoughts, <laughs> I'll I'll say my thought after your thought. <laughs> <laughs> Just please say it. <laughs> after Go. Go. No, I understand. <laughs> we get the joke. I get the joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> it's going well today. Um, one of the things I want to just talk, start talking about straight from the jump here. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> the jump here. <laughs> yeah. The 20 minutes in. <laughs> um, so you said in the story where they're like, hey, those guys are, you know, casting out demons yeah. in your name, but they're yeah. not with us. So we're, I told him to stop. And Jesus mm -hmm. is like, what are you doing? Yeah, why? When kingdom, other kingdom work starts to become a threat mm -hmm. to you because they're doing it differently is where you start to believe we're the only ones that really know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And we get a, like, I feel like a lot of people compare, think they're complimenting us by bashing another church mm -hmm. or critiquing another church. Of like, mm -hmm. well, there they do this, but you guys... But the more you read that story, you're like, that's not at all the right. posture so right. that we should have going into this. Right. Other kingdom work becoming a threat. How do you yeah. see that 
being kind of disastrous within the church? E, that's a great question. Oh, yeah, because I it, it is funny how often that happens. You get yeah. compliments, and it's not even like people don't even have to say this church is terrible at that. They just say you guys are so good at that. It's it's just such a breath of fresh air after the last church I went to, which yeah. was yeah. which was this. And yeah. then you you just wonder which church are you going to be at two years from now mm-hmm. when you have the same exact pattern and you say that yes. about this church, you know? A hundred percent. Dude, and how the conversation yeah. always goes is you know they want to tell you the church so bad, oh. but they're trying hard not to. <laughs> yeah. But then by the and end they want of it, you to ask them. they keep working, <laughs> yeah. it, working it, was, it in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter, but you know. Fine. Um, okay, so there's a verse, I think it's in uh, Colossians chapter four, where Paul, he's writing to the church in Colossae, obviously, and he says, fulfill your yeah. ministry. And he makes it specific to them. And basically what that means is every church and every person, you know, has a ministry that God has given you to fulfill. And so the ministry of Red Rocks Church Mm -hmm. that God has given us to do is different than every other church down the street from us. Right. Um, We've been given a different mantle. We've been given a different calling. We've been graced for something different, given Mm -hmm. given different talents and skills and ways of relating to people and a different part to play in the greater, larger body of Christ, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's the same kind of concept when people, you know, they'll leave that church and come to this church and then they'll have some critiques about their former church, but then they'll also have some some praises about the former church that they want you to start implementing at uh-huh. this church. Oh, yeah. You're like, well, why Why would you leave a church and come to this church and want to make this church like the church that you just left? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Or and there's yeah. times where there's people where I'm like, they're just always comparing us to another church. Like, well, they do this. And then I'm like, why don't you go there? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. we got to be open-handed with people. Yeah. But if that's where you're uh-huh. feeling like you're fed, then I had please a, go there. I had a conversation in the lobby with someone who was new checking out churches. And they were asking um, uh, about a very specific form of, of outreach. And I told them about a, a church down the street who we're good friends with who does that, practices that on the reg. And I, did I just say on the reg? No, you have never regularly. heard you say that ever. <laughs> I got so insecure when I said that. <laughs> oh, snap. You just said on the reg? It's like a late 90s. <laughs> dude, such like a rad, this is such a rad story bring I'm about it, to say. Bring it back, dude. So on the reg. On the reg, dude. They do it on the reg, and by that I mean every Saturday. <laughs> regularly no but i told i told the person i said hey uh great church down the street um you should go there you should check it out and their response was well why don't if if that's the case then why aren't you doing it here and i remember having that moment of like well this is where we've been the lane that we've been graced to run in and we're all working together as churches in austin yeah to fulfill the Great Commission, and this is how we're going to do it. Uh-huh. And it, they didn't quite have a framework in their mind for me telling them to go to a, another church. Um, and it was fun. It was a good conversation, helping them think a little bit bigger yeah. about all of this. Yeah. There's, there's like, no organization go. that you expect does literally everything except the church. Except the church. It's supposed to That's, do yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yep. When Mackenzie and I are part of a round table with outreach pastors from around the city, and mm. when I hear of something that another church is like crushing, you know, an issue in the city, I'm just like, thank God. Like, that's yeah. awesome. Because yeah. we don't maybe have the framework or the infrastructure right now to be doing that. So I'm grateful you are, yeah. and you're running in that lane. That actually takes, I don't feel like, oh, well, we have to also duplicate the exact same yeah. thing you're doing. We can just plug into what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funnel through that because yeah. you figure that out. Yeah, so good, man. Yeah, like thank God you're doing that. Yeah, you ha- you're majoring on a couple things. We are majoring on a yes. couple things. And if all the churches in a specific area can work together yeah. and cover all of our bases yeah. as the the Church of yeah. Austin, capital C. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like, I feel like that's more of the design rather than every individual church trying to be everything so for good, all people. To be, to be effective, you have to be specific. You have to be. Yeah. And to have impact, you have yeah. to be specific. I remember and that's what yeah. we strive for, which is why we don't do everything. Because right. we literally can't. And if right. we try, we'll spread ourselves thin and be effective nowhere. Right. Yeah. It's the same reason we waited a few years to start a youth ministry. Right. Because we kept saying, hey, we could, we could do something. Mm-hmm. It won't be that good. 
but we could do it just for the sake of doing it, yep. or we could wait until we can actually do this and honor it and build something that's gonna be yeah, great yes. in the right timing. I remember Scott Brugman, and for those of you who don't know, he is the, the OG of Red Rocks Church, the original founder back in 2005, a man, him and his wife Lori have sacrificed so much yeah. that people will never know because yeah. he's such a behind the scenes kind of guy. But he was letting me sort of peek behind the curtain a few years ago when they had a few consultants come in and and uh, telling me, you know, over the last two decades of building Red Rocks Church, a few of the pivotal moments and revelations that they had where they would have an outside sort of voice analyze the church and then say mm -hmm. some things that were just so obvious. And he was talking about as churches grow, um, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago in regards to distractions that if you are an organization or a company that's growing, um, distractions will start knocking on your door disguised as really good opportunities. Mm -hmm. So in a church, what that looks like is this person comes to you and says, we need to start this ministry. Right. That person says, we yeah. need to start this ministry. This person goes, well, Jesus said, do this, so let's start this. And before you know it, mm -hmm. because all of those things are good things, right. yeah. why would we not want to do that? or do? It almost sounds sacrilegious to say, we're actually not going to start that ministry yeah. here. He said, but before you know it, here's what causes growing, healthy, thriving churches to stall and become unhealthy Yeah, is you, you hit like a, a ceiling and then you realize we are, we're trying to do 50 things. We mm -hmm. have 50 committees and ministries mm -hmm. and none of them get the attention that they should get. And none of them are great. Yep. We do 50 different things, okay. okay yeah. And he said it was the realization of, of like, we, we're called to do seven things. Yeah. I don't know if that was the exact answer, but yeah. mm -hmm. we're gonna get very specific, laser focused. This wow. is what God has called us to do great. Wow. Yeah. And as soon as they simplified yeah. and consolidated and got laser focused is when they started to break through that ceiling and then the church got healthier. Yep. So good, man. Yeah. It reminds me of going to a restaurant and the menu has like 50 pages. Mm -hmm. Oh, Cheesecake you know, Factory. Yeah, Cheesecake yeah. Factory. You're flipping through and you're I like- just went there, it was awesome. There's no way all of these chefs are experts at all of these dishes. Like you start Seriously. to flip through and you're like, I, I feel like, yeah. as opposed to a place that has six things that Pick they do away. really well mm -hmm. and you just know it's going to be be excellent. And I think what's really cool and worth pointing out is the church in Austin, the big C church in Austin yeah. is very, very good at this. Mm -hmm. Like I'm really proud of us churches in Austin. Um, one story of that is when we got out here uh, five and a half years ago, six mm -hmm. years ago, one of the first uh, people we met with was Austin Stone. Mm -hmm. And we sit down with them just to, they're the most strategic people in the yeah. world. They're so good at what they do. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're just asking them questions, picking their brain. And then at the end of it, you asked them um, something along the lines of like, how do you feel about, about us coming out here? And without skipping a beat, they're like, we've, we've been praying yeah. that this would happen more. We pray that God would hasten the day you get out here because yeah. we need help building the, the kingdom out here. Yep. And that mm -hmm. um, has been a, a precedent. Yeah. I, I feel like that they've started in, in our lives. Um, as they continue to kind of be big brothers to us, but there's mm -hmm. lots of different examples of that, of yeah. awesome churches in this place. Mm -hmm. Right posture. Mm -hmm. Well, along with talking about people comparing churches, <clears throat> the biggest place, of, as I was thinking through this term, the biggest place of comparison for me is people just compare me <clears throat> to you guys. <laughs> That's like the life that we live. Did you say con compare or confuse? Yeah, well that, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, dude. I get complimented for some of your sermons and I'm like, like 10 minutes after the service is over. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Dude, that was so good. Great message. I'm like, do you think I'm Ryan? And it's, Seriously? It's did so you, good. Did you, did you watch? Did you look up during the sermon? Dude, <laughs> it's so good because if you don't know, one of us will preach, then the other will host. And hosting is very simple because we're saying like the same thing every week. And so mm -hmm. it's easy. Preaching is incredibly difficult. It's like a week of existential crises. And then you finally get up and do it. So then to walk out and have somebody think that because you hosted, you actually preached. Yeah, it you just the feels guy, so wrong. You had a microphone at some You're point. like, I don't deserve this compliment. Seriously. No, uh -huh. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't. I wasn't on the verge of a panic attack. <laughs> all week prepping for yeah, a sermon. Don't I don't look like the same person. Yes, yeah, like you guys have the same hair color and some facial hair, but <laughs> you really thought I was Ryan? Thought I was Ryan. <laughs> so yes, people do confuse us at times. Yeah. If that sermon was last year and you were, but we, we just we, watched it. It just happened yeah. minutes ago. I love that. I just say thanks. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. yeah, this I should, yeah put a lot into that. So thank you so much. Yeah. I've done that before in Denver. Uh, Sean, our senior pastor, Sean, <laughs> Um, has 
written a few books. And I remember I was at Starbucks, I think, a few months ago, and the barista, I went up to order, and she looked at me, and then she, was, she just said, can I, can I just hug you? And she was tearing up, and um, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, of course, you know, I... I go there and speak like frequently. So I was like, of course you like, absolutely. And um, she's like, your messages have changed my life. I was like, wow, like, that's, a, that's amazing. Thank you. And then she said, um, and your book, Attacking Anxiety. <laughs> um, I have bought that for all my friends and immediately I was like, oh, you think you I'm think Sean? I'm Sean. <laughs> That's so good. And I played along was like, do you have, do you have your attacking games? I'll sign it let for you right it. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring it over. I've signed three of his books. Let's take a, because I didn't want to let him down and, and tell him I'm actually not let's Sean. Let's take a picture. Sorry. Tag yeah. me Sean Johnson. <laughs> That's incredible. Dude, yeah. it's so good. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Comparing. Well, confusing, confusing. but comparing sometimes as a compliment Sometimes as a not compliment, but <laughs> most most of the time not. It's yeah, it's kind of just one of the weirdest dynamics, I guess, because we share a stage yeah. and a podcast. But sometimes uh, I feel like people feel like they need to like stack rank us. We had s- some yeah. girls that were like, yeah, our uh, Bible study just talked about which one of you guys was our favorite, and we're like, okay, cool. You so, did? but for like a majority of you, probably wasn't. So I don't feel great yeah. walking away from that. Thanks. Can you not? Can you not tell us the results? Just, just don't need to Let's tell just, us. Let's uh, just yeah. <laughs> What's that like for you guys? It's frequent. It's it's um it makes sense at one level. Let's just let's just call it what it is. Life is complicated and all this stuff is coming at us all the time. And comparing is one of the ways, like creating hierarchies is one of the ways we organize everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like in the same way that, that storytelling is one of the ways that we take all the data of the world and place it into categories. I feel like creating hierarchies and comparing and contrasting and stuff it just helps us get through life so i Mm -hmm. get it at one level Mm -hmm. um it's also really strange when you start to think about it like Mm -hmm. so we we why can't it just be yes 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 like good sermon good sermon good sermon why does it have to be like first place second place place third place yeah you know or whatever it is (laughs) you should should have been like first First place (laughs) i should have been why is it always first place and then time for second place nobody really resonates with you guys why do people always say ryan you're my favorite preacher and doug and ethan are tied for second i'm listening to your sermons on the reg dude Uh, oh oh, snap that was good psych you referenced this yeah, I think psych. that we, we've said on the reg and psych. Psych, psych was awesome. Psych mm-hmm. was good. Like that. Also um, a good show. Was it? Psych. Oh, congrats, man. Yeah. Um, I never heard of that. I, <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a pretty popular show. That's Andrew's favorite show. Uh, You've watched that psych. show? Probably why I've never seen it. Um, yeah. You referenced in the sermon, like we've gone, like we've yeah. been walking for 15 years. Yeah. You know, through a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think that comparison game would be actually really lethal to us yeah. if we hadn't had to be humbled a lot in front yeah, of each other. And, absolutely. And come out the other side. I can remember when we were traveling. Oh, dude. It was, we were in Fiji. It was going to be Mother's Day, and I had to listen to a John Mark Comer sermon about Mary, and I was like, I have got to preach. Like, yes. I've got this. Let's go. These guys just can't do what I'm about to do. And so, then, yeah. obviously, it was not that great of a sermon, and nobody cared. But that was our mindset a lot of like, I should be, you know, like kind of trying to vie past each other and compete, which is very dangerous in ministry. And then we had to just kill that game way back then. Have to. And if we didn't, I feel like a lot of, that would get to me if I can't, because I hear all the time that comparison game, it would fuel it and maybe be really bad for our friendships as well. And people sometimes think they're complimenting me if they say like, I just feel like you're my favorite pastor here. And I'm like, Cool. Yeah. Also, which yeah. doesn't happen often, but I'm just using this as an example. When they say that, I'm like, cool, but also you're also dissing my two best friends. Yeah. And that doesn't my, feel yeah, like a my compliment brothers. to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like when Doug preaches, I'm like, oh, I hope people don't love this one. You know, like a uh-huh. win for you is a win for yeah. you is a win for me. Like yeah. we're a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In sports, and the media does this, mm-hmm. when they start to get guys in the same locker room yeah. comparing themselves to each other, that's when teams implode. Mm-hmm. Because they're no longer looking at the team they're about to go play mm-hmm. and the opponent that they have. They're all fighting in here mm-hmm. about who's better and who's getting the ball more and all that kind of stuff. And it truly is a lethal game. So maybe the reason this has come up is stop comparing us. 
Just, we don't need that. It's not helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember while we were traveling and we talked about a hypothetical situation where, oh, so, so just to sum this up in 10 seconds, we were traveling the world for a year doing mission work, making a documentary. And this was right before any of us were really on social media. And I'm very grateful for that. Because yes. I feel like had we posted on Instagram our entire trip, we actually might have um, generated some influence. Mm -hmm. I really believe we would have. And I'm glad we didn't. I agree. I, yeah, we're all on the same page with that. We came back, we made a documentary, and it was an amazing experience. Went to a few, you know, film festivals, but um, even, you know, 10 years later, I'm like, that documentary was not for the world, that was for us. Mm -hmm. that, was, yeah. that was an amazing special year where we grew more that year than any other year of our lives, and we got to do it together. Yeah. And now you get a documentary and this passion project that you all share to never forget. Yeah. And all the lessons we learned because halfway through, I remember it was in Fiji. We were outside of a church <laughs> during a hurricane <laughs> when we were just sleeping on sleeping bags on raised ground. And we were talking about filming this and then, okay, eight months from now when we get back to the States, let's say hypothetically a church, you know, calls us and says, we want you guys to come and do a three week series. Um, yeah. Hey, let's get these random guys that went on a trip to yeah. appreciate our church for, for and, three and then, weeks, dude. And like, yeah, and break down like different lessons learned and and somehow we, uh, and we, we joke about this probably oh. once a week, even yeah. when it comes to the it's order that we tee off when we're golfing, oh. um, where we go, man, so yeah. guys, I'm thinking like Ethan, man, and it's like a, I'm, I'm complimenting I'm you. I'm noble. Oh, dude. Hey, let me, let me tee it up for you guys, because you guys are the powerhouse speakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I go week one, <laughs> and I'll kind of lay the framework, dude, and that way you up. guys can come in as like the cleanup hitters and nah. really just yeah. bring the meat. Dang, you know, I hear what you're honestly, saying. Man, but I just feel like if I could just kick it off, I'll do like a pre kind of sermon. It won't even be about what we're talking about. I'll just set the stage so that you guys can just run and do your thing and I'll preach. Just, I'm a lead sermons, out hitter, man. though. Man. I, I want to just get on base because you guys can hit that. Yeah, home. man. Like, just, I don't need. I'll just get up real quick one, and then let the clean, let the let, lead let off hitter come up. Week two for you guys to capitalize on because you guys are the that. That's so cringeworthy. Oh my and it, gosh. But it's and but so, so normal real. and so real. Oh, dude. And if we, we all do that yeah. and nobody nobody thinks about the fact that they do that all the time, oh, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. And it sounds like you're saying it in such a noble way. I think we even trick ourselves yeah. and when, into believing when that we When we got we to are, the point where you know, it was like a specific message or a specific group of people or whatever, and we, we could collectively be like, hey, I think you should do this. I yeah. think you'll probably be the best. I think you should speak yeah. to this topic. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's where you become a team. And for us, I feel like we killed comparison in our friend. And obviously you have to continue to work sure. in that. But we killed that in so many yeah. ways by being humbled in the yeah. first place. Of yeah. like, hey guys, yeah. you're not like some <laughs> yeah. amazing guys that everyone's yeah. gonna come have speak at the churches. And then you, you start to realize because come back for week two. Yeah, I don't need to preach to my own church. I'll just have these college guys to, to spoil the ending. We got to, back and no church contact. No, so shocking. Yeah, obviously they didn't. Obviously, but you're no. right. I think that influence is so easy to generate now, and it, and we wouldn't we didn't have the maturity to steward that. No, back then I'm very grateful. And yes. everybody, yes. I think, genuinely actually believes. Yeah. Um, I want influence, and my motives are pure. Mm. Oh yeah, it's so that I can make a difference in the world. Yeah. But yeah. one thing you said, if the difference that you want made in the world would actually happen, but you got zero credit, are yeah. you still okay That's with that? So, yeah. And it was crickets. Crickets. <laughs> the difference the between auditorium. selfish ambition and holy ambition yeah. that you yeah. draw is so yeah. so. Gosh, man. Because then you start to realize, for the three of us, um, getting to build a church together, um, that we sort of. When people ask me, I always I quote Scott Brigman again. Um, I would rather even lose as a team than win by myself. Truly. I would rather play the game with the two of you. Yep. And I still remember, man, um, the Switchfoot documentary that we used to watch That's in right. high school where John Foreman uh, gave this interview and he was talking about, you know, the team, the band, and he said, you know, one day, I'll never forget this. He said, one day Switchfoot will break up. Mm. He said, it'll be a bittersweet day and we're all gonna be at the beach the next day surfing, yeah. telling stories about how things used to be. Mm. He said, I love what I get to do, yeah. but it means what it does because of the guys I get to do it mm -hmm. with. And whether I have this or whether we don't, mm. whether our, soul, our, our show is sold out or whether nobody is in the venue, yeah. 
I get to win or lose with my best friends, with yeah. my brothers. Yep. And next, the next day, we're going to be surfing on the beach, mm. telling stories, That's not it, taking man. ourselves too seriously. Yep. And realizing that um, when the, it, now it shifts to, okay, when you win, we win. Right. When you win, right. I win. When I win, you guys win. Yeah. But especially when I wins. win, I win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking that our next series, I, I think I'll sort of kick it off because I'm so excited about, I think, the content that two of you guys are going to bring. And I really want to. My sermon will be called When I Win, You All Win. It's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh, no, but it's it's all both so rising high tide. That's it, man. Yeah. And, and now I, I genuinely think that in a way I, I didn't used to. You, yeah. you, that was one of the best sermons you preached thanks man and um and i know i'm comparing it to the rest of your sermons but actually i think that's a jordan peterson quote it's kind of like when you talked about fear you can't really tell people it's hard to tell people just stop fearing yeah right um okay but if you yeah. can say assign your fear to something else mm -hmm. like god if you must compare don't compare yourself to everybody else. Compare yourself to who you were last year at this time, mm, to who you good. were yesterday. Yeah. For you to, yeah. to get better, once again, not perfection, but progress. Yeah. Yeah. And you're getting so good, both of you guys are. It's been so fun to watch, and every time you yeah. preach now, I get to sit in the front row and genuinely celebrate and go, man, that's my brother doing what he's made to do, mm -hmm. and he's hitting a home run. That's and so there's good, zero man. part of me that feels like that means there's a there's one less good sermon I can give, or there's one less right. blessing that God can divvy out because He's getting yeah. one right now. Yeah, you know, scarcity mindset. Yeah, exactly. But that good, cheer man. them on, like we didn't used to fully be able to cheer each other on. No, because of our egos, and now we just can cheer each other on, even when people are constantly comparing us. Yeah, yeah to each other. There, on the trip, there was one moment where one of the pastors we were staying with just called out out of nowhere like unprompted he walks up to us and he goes he points at Ethan and he goes you are a leader and he points at Doug and I he goes you are followers <laughs> dude for for 21 year olds oh. who have like a big ego it was so hard for us to hear <laughs> but it was and it was prophetic dude but it was also it was such a gift for us to oh, hear that yeah because I had been the one emailing him <laughs> But he kept not like we kept all trying to talk to him, and he just needed to be like, "This is the guy I've been talking to, so he's just going to be the leader while you guys are here." Like, it's I'm just going to talk to him <laughs> to get to a point where it's like, "Who uh, cares, man?" Exactly. Like, why, why do you but that need? was that was humble pie, right? And right, you don't realize right. in the moment yeah. how good this is for your soul, yeah, because yeah. it hurts, yeah. because you go, "No, I I want to be that." <laughs> you, if I you know, you don't know, you don't know what I'm good at. Let me tell you what I'm good at. Let me tell you what he's bad at. <laughs> So dumb, dude. But that how good that is for your soul. Yeah. To oh, eat, so to eat good, humble man. pie, especially as a team. Oh. And all of us do and that it's, together. It's oh. so freeing because there's both sides of comparison where you always feel insecure if you're comparing yourself to people who are better at something. Mm -hmm. And as Eric said the other day, there will always be someone better than you. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's a brutal place to live. But then, and this is just the broken human heart, we have this need for superiority. So you will compare yourself to people worse than you to make yourself feel better. Yeah, that's right. And that is so ugly. Yeah. And we live kind of on that back and forth, like seesaw Dude. of mm -hmm. that game. And that's where Jesus levels the field. And he's like, okay, I'm here. So. Let's just kill that game because the, the goat is in the room. Yeah. I've got this, but I'm going to totally change. Like yeah. you said, I'm going to redefine greatness to yeah. you. And that I think all of that combined has been on the journey for us uh, so that we can kill this comparison game between yeah. the three of us and just be a team. That's so good. Man. One of the things that's been helpful that you guys open up to me that I want to just talk about real quick before we close up, that can help because there are like hey, I resonate with this person. There's just something that I connect with with them or whatever mm -hmm. it is. When it comes to preaching and when it comes to pastors, frequencies of communication yeah. that some people will resonate differently with different frequencies. Explain Erwin and kind of what he's, you guys have learned from him. The seven frequencies of communication yeah. that we didn't For, come first up off, with. First off, shout out to Erwin McManus. Yes. His new book comes out today. Today, Mind Shift. Mind Shift. And Pick it up, he's brilliant. Awesome. Him and his son, Aaron, um, for a few years have been doing a podcast. Yeah. Just changed the name from Battle Ready to Mind Shift, I believe, which is the title of his new book yeah. also. Yeah. But those two guys They're awesome. are amazing. Um, such an inspiration. Mm -hmm. The content's incredible. Mm -hmm. 
and we look up to them a lot. If they ever see this, we look up to you guys a yeah, lot. Thank you guys. Yeah, um, they're watching for, for sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. And have learned um, so much from that podcast, Irwin's books, and something called The Art of Communication in the arena that they just started. Um, incredible yeah. content. Um, I would challenge somebody who is thinking about being a leader or an entrepreneur or going into ministry who is fresh out of high school, who's contemplating college or not, I would, I would point you to the arena and say, do the arena with Erwin McManus yeah. instead of going to college yeah. while, while you watch <laughs> you every here first. video the Bible Project puts out. Yep. It, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. Save yourself $100,000. College admissions and 2024 plummet because of Afterthoughts podcast. Oh man. Whoa. Um, anyways, um, what Erwin um, came up with, and it was mm -hmm. cool hearing the backstory about how like it was just one day He's like writing it down in the middle of the night because when the idea just comes and gets downloaded to you, you just like, I'm in the zone. I'm having an epiphany. Yeah. Of course, the seven frequencies of communication. In other words, here's how I'll explain it. If you had, let's take, uh, let's say I had a manuscript for my sermon and I, I gave this message exactly how the manuscript was and then I gave it to you and you gave the same message word for word and you gave the same message word for word it would actually be three different sermons right. mm -hmm. because it's not just the words and the content, it's also the frequency yeah. with which you speak it, communicate it, and connect with the people in the room. Good. And so the frequencies of communication, for instance, there's like the motivator frequency where you just walk out and you go, I just feel inspired, I feel motivated. There's a challenger frequency, there is a commander frequency, there's a healer frequency, mm. there's a maven or an expert frequency, mm. there's um, a seer or like a prophetic frequency, and, professor. and a professor frequency. Is that seven? Seven. We should I have ding, 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 count them up. That was seven. And, yeah, nice job. And From it's, memory. Not, it's not like- Because he's been reading books. Yeah. Sharp. <laughs> I'm just on, man. Wow. Read for 30 minutes a day, guys. And- it's not, it's not like the Enneagram where it's, hey, you, you're this, and yeah. we're going to put you in a box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not that the Enneagram does that, but you know what I mean. We, we, do, we that. do that. People, People do, do that. that. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's basically just a tool that's handed to you to go, hey, you, you, are the, you're, you, you communicate with this frequency more than any of the others, mm -hmm. and get better at that, and you can get better at the other six as well, yeah. so that you can stand up in front of a room full of people and truly utilize those frequencies, not just the content, but how you communicate in order to connect with every single person in the room. Hence, art of communication. Right, right. And so we all have different frequencies that we're good at, mm -hmm. which is why this team dynamic really works, mm -hmm. which is why people show up and they love the fact that it's a different one of us every week yeah. because I got that frequency last week from Doug. I get this frequency this week from Ryan and next week Ethan's speaking and I know he usually speaks with this sort of frequency mm -hmm. and I connect in different ways. But he's my least favorite, but I do, you know. But, <laughs> but, but it does, it helps make sense of that yes, comparison. Yes, exactly, what people exactly. are really saying mm -hmm. without maybe noticing it is Ethan, you're my favorite preacher. Um, it's actually that the frequency that Ethan preaches with is the thing that they need the most right. for this right. season of life. Mm -hmm. right. Does that make what sense? They respond to. Okay, mm -hmm. break us down. Okay, you speak primarily with a challenger frequency. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of frequency that's going to like, I'm gonna, in a great way, in a way where you're actually gonna probably like it because your soul needs it, I'm gonna get in your face a little mm -hmm. bit yeah. and I'm gonna... Um, pour some cold water on you mm -hmm. and I'm going to present the problem yep. and, and show you how to rise above it right. and, and talk about the consequences of not and challenge you and yeah. reveal to you, this is why you're struggling. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm going to challenge you to step up yeah. and do yeah. this. Um, yeah. and we need that, you know? Oh yeah. Um, Ryan. Yeah. It's like the smoothie analogy being mm -hmm. one of maybe your, your bet, one of the best analogies mm -hmm. I've ever seen. And you could feel it in the room. Mm -hmm. Everybody, some people were uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. The idea was what we're doing in the modern day is just taking all these different things that kind of work for us and putting it together. Uh -huh. But Jesus is clear water. Yeah. I would have gone about that so different. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have had the same impact that it had because it needed that illustration required a challenger. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's funny though. You could, you guys, these two guys, 
could have the exact same manuscript and you would preach it, it would be challenging. And you would get up there and preach with the frequency of a professor and a healer, right. mm-hmm. a professor and a healer. So right. you're going to teach mm-hmm. right. and you're going to communicate with a frequency that is, it's like bomb for a wounded soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's funny is the content could be the same, oh, yeah. but then somebody will tell me like, man, that was Ryan. Ryan is so deep. <laughs> and I go, you, I was, cause I, it's so funny true. cause this is the world I live in and I understand yeah. what they're saying, what, what they're yeah. saying and what's really happening. Yeah. I go, no, he spoke to you with the frequency of a professor. Mm-hmm. That's why you would yeah. maybe call him deeper than Ethan. Yeah. But the content, like you'd be shocked. Yeah. You just have to drop one Greek word uh-huh. and speak in the frequency <laughs> yeah. of a professor. Yeah. And then so many people who haven't gotten that ever at so church funny. are starving for it. And then they go, mm-hmm. they come up to you and go, yeah. Thank you for doing that. I never get anything that deep from any of the other people yeah. that I listen to, <laughs> yeah. but it's because you have the frequency so of funny, a professor yeah. and, and I a would, healer. I would add to that also, I was just speaking into a deep wound in their soul. Right. And so for them, they perceive that mm. as deep. But the ironic part is, if you look at my notes compared to Ethan's notes, <laughs> like Ethan's is page after page after page of, of quotes and research and like all of this stuff. I'm usually just up there telling stories. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just funny that that's how people perceive it. Right. Yeah. But I feel like when you preach, everyone walks out feeling like somebody just like they were taught and somebody gave them a hug. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, I feel healing happening when I walk out of here, which is very needed. Yeah, absolutely. Like very needed. Right. Um, It's so funny how all the frequencies are needed. Right. Oh yeah. So a challenger, healer and professor yep and um i think i primarily speak from a motivator Mm -hmm. frequency and by the way all Mm -hmm. the frequencies have a shadow side oh yeah you know yeah oh yeah and um i had a guy tell me you really trigger my wife when you preach (laughs) 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 and then he said i love it i love it (laughs) because then then he's like no i don't have to that's what it means (laughs) thank you for doing that That's so good. Um, the shadow side of a motivator. Yeah. Because I get that a lot where people go, I, I feel like I can run through a wall yeah. after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in front of a mountain that I felt like I couldn't get over and now mm-hmm. I feel like I can sprint over mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the shadow side of the motivator is the performer, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is just, I, as soon as Erwin said that, I was like, oh yeah, check. <laughs> check, yeah. Because um, I have a weird memory where I can have an eight page manuscript that I type out. Right. You always joke with me because I type each sermon, yeah. basically like it's a chapter of a book. Yeah. You told me recently, you're like, dude, you have five books uh-huh. saved on your desktop right yeah. now. Uh-huh. And um, I can look at that and in half a day, memorize it word for word, eight pages. And the, the danger of that, because there's a difference between memorization and internalization. Yeah. Because you can memorize something, but then you're reciting almost like you're performing. Yeah. It's like you when people can, walk up after something like, great speech, man. Great speech, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thanks. Not but, exactly. But, <laughs> um, but if you internalize it mm-hmm. and then you can, then you can actually step into the frequency you're communicating, not from a shadow side of it. Right. And you can connect with somebody almost like you're yeah. telling them a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're hanging on every word and there's mm-hmm. no performer in you. That's mm-hmm. the danger for me is, um, yeah. once you start getting, um, people start acknowledging you yeah. for this and you start to have some messages where, where people would say like, you crushed that. The danger in that is now you feel like I have to crush it every time. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that was when you told the story about you had the idea for the bubbles yeah. and then I had the idea for <laughs> preaching. Uh, from the rafters. From the rafters yeah. hanging by a rope yeah. and a harness. And the joke's on me because I spent probably 15 hours prepping that. Yeah. And I will still have people tell me, I remember when you preached mm-hmm. hanging from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. And I can't help but ask the question, do you remember what the sermon was about? And nobody so can remember good. what the sermon was about. They just remember the bigness of the, the sermon illustration. And I remember realizing pretty quick after that, I was like, I want to be careful that I don't start yeah. to create mm-hmm. um, a show Mm-hmm. Because yeah. sermon illustrations can be very great tools. Oh, right? yeah. And they can become like 
ooh, if if this mixes with a performer yeah. shadow side of yeah. me, then I'm gonna have to outdo this every single week <laughs> for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yes, you keep going and you keep going. And you're going. like, once you yeah. start crushing it at something, yeah. everybody expects you to start crushing it at something. <laughs> Not comparing any of us to like what LeBron James does, right. but LeBron James can score it's, 25 it's points. It's similar. It's similar. Very similar. LeBron can put up 20 points in a basketball game, yeah. 25, and when that's amazing, and everyone's like, he kind of had an off night. Yeah, it should have. And now it's 30. not amazing yeah. anymore just right. because it was LeBron who only totally. scored 25 points in that basketball game. Totally. And, uh, and when you have a performer in you, mm -hmm. you know, what's, that's what's our shadow sides? Um, if you can remember. Challenger. <clears throat> Other than triggering people. That's a great question. Man, I don't know. I know, you know, there, there's other preachers I've listened to all the time, and I've had seasons that are challengers by nature. Mm -hmm. And a lot they start to develop like a following oh. of a very specific kind of personality type. Sure. Who mm -hmm. is almost like shows up and is like, it's it's somehow more holy or deeper if my pastor yeah. yells at me. <laughs> yeah. And it's not yeah. as soft as the pastor down more. the street or the guy who preached last week. Like this uh, is the real thing. So I should yell more. And you can yes. mm -hmm. well I'm guessing like if you if you speak from if you incorporate the shadow side enough, it, you can kind of create that if you don't pastor your people to understand. Mm -hmm. I feel like there was also, maybe mm -hmm. it was the commander or the challenger, that you can go from like moving people towards what's best for them to moving them towards what's best for you. Yeah, getting them to do what you want them to do rather than challenging them to do what you know they need to do for themselves, Yes, yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah. The right. shadow side for a healer, and I... I feel this frequently mm. is you have a vested interest in everything being like deep and heavy and nobody doing great. Cause then you can step in and do what you do. Mm. Yeah. And so th there will be times where, um, uh, it actually feels very light in the auditorium and spiritually in a good way. And I'll want to try to shift it to mm. a, a heavier thing. Um, because then I can be needed and mm -hmm. known. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, if, if it feels light in the room, step up and just encourage people and right. celebrate that. Yeah. Like not everything has to be like this heavy thing all of the mm. time. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of getting healed is that you're healed and then you can move forward with your life. Right. It's not to keep circling the boat every single week right. dealing mm -hmm. with the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, you two are both very good at, at setting that, that precedent of like, okay, yes, we'll go in and we'll do the work. But then there comes a point where you have to get up and take your mat and walk. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's insightful. I feel like that's probably helpful mm -hmm. for people just thinking about not just us, but like podcasts they listen to, right. preachers they listen yeah. to, people uh -huh. in their life that when that person sits down at coffee with me, I hear, like I feel like they can yeah. speak into my life has to do with those frequencies. Mm -hmm. so. And I think, cool. just to throw this out there, everybody's sort of understanding. You don't have to be a preacher or a public speaker yeah. to, um, to cultivate the mm -hmm. frequencies that you've been given, yeah. but then also practice the other ones. Because I think ideally, I see us 20 years from now, you walk into any room, whether it's our church or you're a guest speaker somewhere, and you can you have a toolbox full of seven frequencies, right. and you know how to preach from. Right. And it's not like they're tools that you, you're like, I'll, I'll just, I'll use that, right? It's more of you start to embody all of them. Good. You become them. Mm -hmm. And at any yeah. point, I can speak as a healer today. Yeah. In this one-on-one -on -one coffee conversation, yeah. I can, you need a challenger mm -hmm. and I'm gonna challenge yeah. you right now. Yeah. And I'm gonna, you know, that's yeah. very much Joe Rogan. That's why people love his podcast is mm -hmm. because he's a truth teller. Mm -hmm. The quote mm -hmm. recently that you'll hear us say again, probably a lot in the future is Joe Rogan. It was said about him, he prefers um, honest tension to dishonest harmony. Yeah. As should all of totally. us. Mm -hmm. But we pick dishonest harmony. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Over honest tension. Challengers aren't afraid to like, no, let's go there. Yeah. And I'm gonna sort of lead you into yeah. some tension for the sake of honesty, for the sake of us growing. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this stuff's helpful for people you work with. Just yeah. realizing like that's kind of how they communicate and that's why either it works well or they I need to like adjust with them and say like, this is how I resonate yeah. here. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And, and the more, go ahead. And on the other side of that, challengers learn, need to learn how to realize, oh, 
this is how I communicate. Mm -hmm. Lots of people are more sensitive than I am. Yep. And so mm -hmm. I can just be aware of that and, and start to soften the things that I'm saying, still put the challenge in there, right. but say some nice things on both sides yeah. to, yep. to have it be more well. Yeah. Received, I think, yeah, right? that's true about like a challenger Ethan. and a commander. <laughs> well, a challenger and a commander. Yes, frequency. Okay. You're a great <laughs> pastor and a good friend and a a guy who enjoys his meals. While we're uh, heavy here, though, <laughs> a couple of things I'd like to say. Put your fork down, Ryan. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap this up. Um, yeah. Great conversation. Mm -hmm. Last question, really okay. fast. Okay, okay, okay. Did anyone try to compliment your sermon by comparing it to another sermon or you to somebody else right after you had just preached about comparison? I was oh, just curious. Yeah, dude. Just right away. Yeah, right away. <laughs> Incredible. Was, well, no, you know what's even more funny is nobody knew what to say to me in the lobby. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they would go, that was, I, I'm not going to say it was one of your best, but... <laughs> And then, but you are my favorite pastor, so just so you know. Yeah, so it's, it's just funny how deep yeah. this whole thing goes. So everybody, write in the comments uh, which frequency you resonate with the most, and which one of us you resonate with the most. <laughs> and then, if you could just do a one, two, three, that and would hopefully be great. we yeah, great. Uh, you start to see the unique things that are just great about each person individually, and yeah, cheer it. them on. That's right? it. Instead of having yeah. to prepare everybody. All right. Yes. What was the thing I asked you that at the end you were gonna fly on the wall? No, it was the... Bible character. Bible character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it character? Character no. is probably not the right <laughs> word. Person. person. Real person in the Bible. I would also say Peter. I always yeah. think about the same question, like, who would you want to eat lunch with or whatever? Mm -hmm. And my always my answer is Peter, because I just feel like he's just a goofball. Goofball. Just like us. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There it is. And there's the chimes somewhere. Uh, <laughs> ten episodes down. We've done it. At least 10 more to come. At least. Great week, guys. Great, great job. You guys, Have I, think a nice all, time. I think everybody did great. Yeah. You guys did Each, better than me. Equally. Yeah. Uh -huh. I feel Honestly. motivated. I feel uh -huh. healed. Yeah. I hope you feel challenged. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't yeah. feel too challenged. Yeah, I feel dude. like, yeah. <laughs> Until next time. I'm so healed. Where's, oh. Now you're no longer needed here. Yeah. Needed. Oh. I'm, I'm known, but not needed. Yeah, yeah. Until next time, mm. come back to the Afterthoughts podcast. Share it, tweet it, TikTok it. I don't know. Subscribe, like, comment. Get it out there. Share it with your friends. Jacob, can you just cut Stop this right when I snap? <laughs>